Aloha, Nyawaskanagaguego. I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett, maybe, and I'm coming to you from the Allegheny Territory of the Seneca Nation. Each week we take a listen to some amazing music from different indigenous artists from across Turtle Island. So for the next hour, enjoy, yeah? I'm excited to welcome Mark Marilainen back to the show. He's Anishinaabe, originally from Thunder Bay, been residing in Toronto for a number of years now. He's been the head of Najwan for nearly three decades. Now, I had him on last year to discuss their album, Star Nation. They've released over 10 albums to date. Now, something they haven't done thus far is release an album of covers or any covers. That is until their latest EP, Resurgence, and kicking things off is their take on Daniel Lanois, the maker of Sudden Odin. Sing along, you're listening to Gyno.
Najwan's The Maker from their brand new EP Resurgent as we get into our listening on today's edition of Gynum. I'd like to welcome you back to today's conversation. I'm excited to welcome back Mark Marilainen, an incredibly talented artist who's been at this a long time. Uh, we're nearing almost 30 years for Najawan, but I'll let Mark take it over here in just a second. Welcome back. I'm so grateful you could take a few minutes to talk with me today, Mark. Hey, Brett. How's it going? It's great to be here. Thanks uh, for having me back on the show. Uh, I always feel invigorated after we have these conversations. I, I mean, you know, everything that you're about is is really Really, uh, the kind of thing we need to talk about, raising the platform for indigenous artists, uh, showing some of the process to the business side of it, and of course, rocking on with some great, great music. And I don't think we need to do too much by way of introduction today. Let's just uh, point people uh, towards our last conversation, shall we? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. But uh, either way, Mark, yeah, I mean, as I was mentioning, you've been uh, at it with Najwan for almost 30 years now. How's it feeling? Um, you know what? I was just thinking about that this morning. It's uh, pushing 30 years soon, in a couple years. And, uh, you know, each year, honestly, gets better. Uh, you never really know what to expect. Uh, when I first started this project, you know, and in my 20s, um, I was doing it, I think, for for what, uh, the reasons why many musicians get into music, that they love music, they love playing in front of people. Uh, and they're hoping to make some money out of it. <laughs> of course, the money doesn't doesn't really come. <laughs> it might it might come years later, but uh, now I'm in my uh, you know my fifties, uh, and yeah, so it's been uh, pushing thirty years of Najwan. Uh, but each year, uh, it's a new experience, yeah. and I really enjoy kind of learning from other people too. And over the past thirty years, I've had a lot of opportunities to uh, play with a lot of great uh, session musicians as well as share the stage with other musicians that we may uh, even be opening for uh, so I get to learn uh, and listen to what they're doing as well and a lot of the times you know I'm influenced by a lot of other musicians so I'll take that back uh, you know and uh, maybe write a song or a riff uh, from something that I heard uh, from a festival or a tour so uh, I'm continuing you know the learning experience as well um, and every new record, it feels like I'm getting closer to actually becoming, you know, a professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the attitude. I mean, first, uh, that willingness or openness to always be learning is critical, and that's something that can't be overemphasized either. But in addition to that, the fact that you're still having fun with it means that we get to look forward to a lot more great music for Najwan for a long time, and that excites me as well. You know, you're not losing steam. It's not getting mundane or anything like that. You're having a blast, and it shows. Yeah, although, you know, I'll be honest, sometimes it can seem mundane, <laughs> especially, you know, when you're having various challenges or you've been on the road for weeks and you haven't slept in your own bed, then, yeah, then it kind of gets Make a bit sure. mundane. But, but, don't, but don't get me wrong, I wouldn't give that up for any other occupation or anything else sure. uh, in the world. Uh, so, and, and it's the only thing I really know how to do. I, I think I, maybe I mentioned this last time on the, uh, your show. Uh, a few years back, I, I was, uh, you know, just uh, talking with my wife saying, you know, I should uh, quit the music business and then uh, get a real job working somewhere. And she laughed and be like, what would you do? Like, you have no skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So needless to say, I, I imagine there was a, a brief moment of silence where that soaked in and you're like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
So we're here today to talk about your latest offerings, of course, uh, Resurgence. And as I was mentioning in the introduction, we're also going to hear another new release, Landis Skoden as well, which, again, I've been putting into a pretty regular rotation. Uh, as we get into our discussion now, uh, what number of release is this for Najwan? You know, that's a good question. I'd have to uh, look at the catalog. You know, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe 10, 12, uh, <laughs> okay. or so, something like that. I, I don't really know. Uh, off the top of my head, I see there was four, and that was so. So it's it, we're, we're pushing around 10 to 12, I yeah, guess. That's a great body of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about the origins on how uh, this collection of tunes. I, I mean, you've released a lot of original music over the years. What made you decide to uh, do an EP of covers, and, and how did this album come together? Well, I think it was the last thing most people expected from us, because mm -hmm. if if you've ever come to a live show, we actually don't do any covers. It's it's all original material. Uh, and in the last couple of years, we started throwing in one cover song here and there, uh, just for fun. Um, and uh, the audiences, you know, uh, they went crazy. They, they loved the uh, our version of uh, certain songs. Um, so just before COVID happened, I was talking uh, with longtime collaborator and producer Ron Skinner, uh, about recording a covers-only uh, album, R.E.P. So originally, uh, we were going to go to a studio down in the States, in Georgia, uh, where R.E.M. had recorded. But then the pandemic happened, uh, so we had to cancel all those plans and find uh, something a little bit closer to home. Uh, and that was uh, Grant Avenue Studio. Uh, so between deciding to go to Grant Avenue Studio uh, and conceptualizing a project, I had to come up with a list of songs. So I went back to the uh, my old set list. I used to play in various bands in a town called Thunder Bay, Ontario, which is in northwestern Ontario. Uh, and there was this fantastic little uh, club there. Not so little. We'll say it's mid-sized, uh, called Crocs and Rolls. And that's basically where all the famous and even non-famous bands would stop at. Because between East and West Canada, that was really the only place to play uh, in the middle of the country. And you would have to stop there because these are long sort of uh, driving distances. It's at least eight hours from gig to gig, not like in the States where you can you know, drive a couple hours and you're in a major center. <laughs> so I spent much of my time listening and seeing bands there, as well as we played our first few shows there. And when you play your first few shows, you know, you may or may not have enough original material um, so we picked some songs that we could play easily. And most of these covers, they're only three-chord songs, because at the time, I mean, I wasn't the greatest guitar player. I'm still not. <laughs> so, so I had to pick songs that, you know, I could easily uh, play and sing at the same time. So we came up with these selection of songs uh, like 30 years ago, uh, which uh, from some of my favorite bands like R.E.M. and uh, Tool. Um, and then we brought them to the future now, now that we do know how to play more than three chords and you know hopefully we are better musicians um the next challenge was to take those two or three chords and make them interesting to keep someone's attention for you know four minutes sure. if they're listening to the song as well and we kind of wanted to do our own sort of take on them by indigenizing sort of these uh these cover songs that were written by non you know indigenous artists mm. Mm -hmm. And uh, really, you're looking at quite the assortment within these few songs. I mean, like you mentioned, Prince, R.E.M., Tool. Now, that one was a surprise for me. 
uh, a, a welcome surprise as well. I mean, you guys do it terrifically. In fact, that's going to be the next track uh, that we're going to be checking out. I, I was wondering if you could just take a moment to uh, talk about the inclusion of that one in particular. Yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, um, I was always a big fan of Tool, and we were playing a show once. Uh, again, this was in northern Ontario. Uh, and then some people came up to me after the show, and they're like, you know what, you guys should cover Tool, because you, you kind of sound like uh, the lead singer from Tool. I can hear it. So, so sure enough, I thought, oh, really? Okay, so then like uh, maybe a week or two later, we actually learned how to play sober, um, I'm not sure if we actually played it live anywhere. I don't think we were ready to, you know, pull it out yet. But uh, <laughs> uh, but then it was like, yeah, there's something to this. So um, uh, the song has always stuck with me uh, until to this day. And, it's, and to this day, it's one of my actually favorite songs I like listening to uh, from Tool. Uh, I'm excited to get a, a track from Tool on the gyno. You know, that's also something I never thought I was ever going to say. So, <laughs> uh, you know, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Mark, I also took the liberty of uh, picking a couple recommendations today. I mean, I know that you're you're familiar with how this goes at this point, and uh, I, I thought we should highlight some of the Marilanian music artists. Uh, yeah, so, sure. Yeah, we're going to be getting one from J.C. Campbellon, also a, a great fellow that I had a conversation with here not too long. Go. But I'm also excited uh, to include one from Burke Jodwin. Yes, yeah, Burke, he's awesome. Winding down this block, we're going to be here in the title track from Half Breed. I also have one coming from Joy Harjo, but kicking things off right now, it's Najawan and their take on Sober from Resurgence today on Gyno. Trust in me and fall in 
Everybody, this is Julia Keith, and you're listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe. Midnight is a horn player, warmed up tight for the last set. One AM is a drummer who knows how to lay it sweet. A guitar player who is down on his luck. Three AM is a bass player walking the floor crazy for you. Five AM is kept for the birds. A.M. is the cleaning crew smoking cigarettes while they wait for the door to open. 7 a.m. we're having breakfast at the diner that never closes. 8 a.m. and we shut it down though the clock keeps running all through the town. 
Hi, this is Mark Marilinen, and you're listening to Native Voice One. Cause my 
heard Joad Wins, Half Breed, the title track of a relatively new release. Uh, in fact, released on the Marilanen Music label. And now, uh, we can come back and, and talk a little bit about the label, but uh, let's talk just for a minute about Burke. Sure. How did you get to know him? And uh, obviously, he's been a great addition to the roster at Marilanen Music as well. Yeah, I've been. Uh, we've actually been familiar with Burke's music for a while. Uh, he did release uh, a couple of years ago, which uh, was on the Indigenous Music Countdown charts here, as well as it was played on uh, the Indigiverse, which is a channel on Sirius XM Radio. Uh, and I thought, wow, what a great uh, singer-songwriter. Yeah. And then um, it was a few months after his release, he actually reached out to us uh, looking for management and kind of guidance on his next project. Uh, so my wife, Laura, actually is managing his career right now as well as we're uh, you know, releasing his material on the label. And he's such a super talented uh, you know, gentleman uh, from Saskatchewan uh, on, uh, out in Western Canada. And, um, yeah, he's got a lot of really great songs, and his band is awesome, and he's a super nice guy. Uh, and there's some other announcements we're going to be making in the, uh, the very near future. We just can't release it now. Uh, regarding his career and some opportunities coming up. So you'll want to stay tuned to the Maryland Music uh, Instagram and Facebook pages uh, for that as well. Oh, that sounds exciting. You've piqued my interest as well. Let me ask you this then. Um, how involved are you in the recording process of, of the artists on Maryland and Music? Um, you know, it all depends on the project. A lot of our artists are, um, you know, uh, great producers in their own right. Um, so... On those projects, really, there's nothing for me to do <laughs> except, <laughs> except sign the uh, thing to distribute the the, uh, the project. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, for some projects, we've actually brought um, the artist in-house to our uh, home production studios here. For example, uh, J.C. Campbell was one of those artists. We flew him in here from uh, from Winnipeg, uh, and we uh, you know put their record together and recorded uh, a bunch of stuff in our home studio. Uh, and then later, of course, you know, mixed that and got that mastered. Uh, and there's other artists we work with as well um, where they produce and record things more on their own because, again, they're uh, accomplished producers and engineers in their own right, so uh, they're recording in their uh, own personal spaces and studios. Uh, and we just uh, market and promote it uh, okay. to the public. Well, I guess the reason why I bring that up is there's a familiarity in the production uh, from artist to artist within Marilena music. And, you know, there's, a, there's an incredible warmth uh, that I find in these recordings as well. And so, you know, th there's almost a signature sound going uh, that I, I think deserves a lot of credit as well, you know. Y that attention to detail is not going unnoticed. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. And uh, definitely that's something we're kind of strive to do is to kind of have some sort of consistency or something that when you hear it, it's like, oh, that's, that must be a Maryland music yeah. artist or our product, right? So sure. um, I'm not sure if it's actually 100% intentional because a lot of the stuff, I'm more of an old school guy. I like using, you know, analog gear and, you know, actual boxes with like buttons and knobs yeah. versus uh, plugins <laughs> and, and computer screens, right? So, so I guess... There's definitely a, um, that lends itself for sure to a certain sound, uh, and then other artists that we work with that record on their own. I think we just kind of, you know, uh, kind of hone into what they're doing because we 
also notice they're, they've got a sort of warmth and the sort of, uh, you know, uh, this vibe that uh, kind of lends itself to what we're trying to do. Yeah. So maybe that's why we attract a lot of artists with sort of similar um, sounds yeah. and kind of things going on, too. Well, it's working well, obviously. And I think, you know, that provides a great pivot to get back into our discussion about resurgence. I mean, you're talking about analog warmth. And, of course, you know, it's... No surprise to you, I did check out the Grant Avenue Sessions documentary, the mini documentary that you put out uh, in relation to these releases. And, you know, the viewer becomes quickly aware that there are specific sounds that you do go for. And that ties into also the genesis of this project, too. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, you know, one of the reasons why we wanted to uh, work sort of in an old school, you know, quote-unquote studio uh, like Grant Avenue, because it has all the vintage gear and uh, an old MCI console, uh, as well as, you know, uh, vintage microphones and all these great sort of preamps mm-hmm. um, that I think a lot of people kind of forget about these days, because now anyone can record an album in their bedroom, which is fine, um, but I don't think you're getting the same signal path say, plugging your microphone into your laptop and going into Pro Tools versus going into a, you know, a vintage, uh, you know, Neumann microphone, and that goes into a vintage console that has, you know, wires and cables as thick as, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, like, you know, what I mean, like, there's a yeah. certain physicality to this as well. Uh, I think that lends itself to the, to the sound. And maybe I'm just old school. Maybe I think these things uh, sound better because... That's what I grew up with. I mean, I have to ask my kids because they kind of grow up in the, they're recording now in the new digital sort of age. So I should ask them, um, what do you like better, analog or, or digital? Um, although my kids uh, recently uh, discovered, you know, the warmth of uh, like vinyl records oh, yeah. and how great those sound, even though there's, yeah, scratches and pops and stuff, there's still a certain quality and characteristic that can't be found, like on Spotify or, you know, iTunes. Sure. Well, John Cage might even take that statement and say, you know, the specific pops and crackles on your vinyl makes it a different song and recording than, you know, on oh, Bob's vinyl, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, That's uh, right. Very cool, Mark. Uh, you recorded, obviously, The Resurgence, you recorded those five cover tracks, uh, but you also recorded an original there. Uh, which came first, the original or the covers? Uh, the covers came first because they were always part of this uh, cover project that we were going to do. Uh, but then when we were shooting the doc, uh, and then we tried to obtain sync rights. Sync rights are synchronization rights that um, if you're shooting a TV show or a movie, you basically need to get the sync rights from the, from the artist or publisher uh, to use the music once you sync it to an actual uh, picture, mm. to, uh, to a TV show or to a film or whatever. Now, those prices can vary. Uh, usually, they're thousands of dollars. So as you notice from the list of songs that we picked, they're all somewhat popular songs with popular artists. So the sync rights would have cost us too much. And um, some of the, we couldn't even get some of the sync rights because some of the artists just don't want to you know, uh, hand those out, I guess, uh, as freely for maybe artistic reasons. That's fine. So that left us with a, sort of a unique problem for the documentary. <laughs> the documentary would have been a silent film otherwise <laughs> if we had no music. So, so we had, I had this song called Land of Scott, and I wrote a few years back, uh, and I was actually saving it uh, for a record 
for a future record. Uh, but it turned out, well, that was the opportunity to record it because we needed music for the film. And uh, and I love the song, too, so it was good to get it out of my system, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's certainly been on my favorites playlist. It's one of my songs of summer, so without further ado, we're going to get back into our listening on today's Gyno. And uh, coming at you right now, it's Najawan's Land of Skoden, a single release this year. You ought to sing along. You're listening to Gyno. be to wrap up my discussion with today's featured artist Mark Marilainen of Najawan. In the meantime, a couple tasty tracks for your earballs, including one from J.C. Campbell. We're going to be listening to his Walk and Love. Of course, he's featured on the Marilainen Music label. Coming at you right now is one from the amazingly talented Molly Obamswin. It's her Odena 
and you're listening to Gyno. Campbell, and you're listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe. Mm-hmm. 
J.C. Campbell's Walk in Love, another great artist on the Maryland and Music label. Welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. I have just a little bit more time to wrap up my discussion with a great artist and friend, Mark Marilainen. We're discussing Najawan's latest releases, including their EP of covers called Resurgence, and the track that was kicking off that block, one of my favorites this year. It's Landis Skoden. Mark, we have uh, just a few more minutes. Once again, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to chat with me today. Um, you mentioned, you know, some exciting things going on with Burke Jodwin. I won't pry too, too much. Uh, what what are, what are the kinds of projects you have going on with Marilena Music and your own stuff? Uh, yeah, we have a lot of uh, new releases coming out uh, this fall. Um, a couple of them I can tell you about right now. One is uh, hip-hop artist Plex. Uh, you're going to love this. He's got a great new record coming out, uh, fantastic hip-hop artist. Uh, he's originally from Edmonton, Alberta. 
Uh, definitely check him out. That stuff will be coming out this fall, as well as in the next, uh, what's the date today? In the next two weeks, we'll have a release coming out by Sandy Schofield. She is an amazing Indigenous artist based on the West Coast, and she has a long history and career of putting out releases and various awards and award nominations. Uh, and then we also have um, Cliff Cardinal. Uh, Cliff Cardinal, uh, maybe you know his mother, Tantu Cardinal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliff's an amazing, um, accomplished playwright uh, and actor. He actually has a couple of award nominations currently uh, for the Dora Awards here um, in Canada. The Dora Awards are kind of like the Tony Awards. Uh, in the States. Uh, so he actually also has a musical project, and that record will also be coming out um, this fall as well. So we've got a bunch of exciting stuff happening. Uh, and then as for Najwan, uh, uh while we were finishing up the tour uh, this past month, we actually recorded a new record um, in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Well, technically just outside of Thunder Bay, uh, in a place called Chippewa Park which is um, on the First Nations community, uh, Fort William, uh, in northwest Ontario. Uh, and again, we had a film crew there shooting the, uh, that, which will be, that'll come out in 2023. So there's a lot of stuff going on, and then conferences are happening again uh, now that, uh, you know, COVID restrictions and stuff have eased down. Uh, so Maryland Music as a label, and as well as Najuan, uh we're going to be heading to uh, Womex, and that'll be in Lisbon, Portugal in October, as well as Folk Music Ontario, uh, that'll be in uh, October as well, and Najuan will be uh, doing a, a showcase there for Ontario Creates. Uh, and then the new year, we can't announce, we have some new stuff coming up too it's on the verge i just can't say it because it hasn't been it hasn't been official yet but once it does we promise we'll make those announcements so uh so stay tuned yeah absolutely wow wow and wow (laughs) this is so incredible so much fun i I can't wait to check out all of these amazing projects uh, that you have going on. So, yes, please definitely keep me in the loop as well. Uh, and, you know, even if uh, if it's just back to check in for a quick minute, we ought to do that as well, you know what I mean? For sure. Uh, Mark, where can people find more about you at? Uh, yeah, they can go to uh, headingnorthmusic.com, or um, I'm quite active on Facebook. Uh, if they go to facebook.com slash Music, they can find me there as well. Or just Google Najwan, N-A-D-J-I-W-A-N, and a bunch of uh, great stuff will come up. Um, and BearLaneMusic.com, uh, they can go there to check out the, uh, the label. I knew this was going to be an invigorating conversation, and I certainly wasn't wrong. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Best of luck for everything you have going on for the remainder of 2022, and uh, I'll certainly be keeping my eyes and ears open for more great news for Mark Marilane and Najwan and Marilane and Music. Brett, really appreciate it. Thank you.
and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. I'm glad you got away. I just can't seem to leave. Feeling taken 
Native American Radio Network.